Hello and welcome to the Bite Size Irish podcast. It's Mission Yale of Shiel. In this new series, we're going to share some fascinating conversations which will be of interest to all learners of Irish. We're starting today with a member interview with Tim McGillicuddy, a Kerry native who has spent most of his life in Massachusetts. This month's Agal of Buil or our members interview. I'm joined here by Tim. Tim, Kunasatatu. Tom Gama. Kunasatatu. Tom Gahunta Gurmagut. So um, I'm delighted that Tim is joining us all the way from Boston. <clears throat> so I suppose what I'll do is I'll let you introduce yourself, Tim Oscoilia. And for those who don't understand Goilia, you'll follow on with a bit of English then afterwards. Fair enough. Taig Makalakada is on them dumb. Rugame e Kuntikiri. Toga me on. Godi vime Jack Blian Dish. I ni nidiag kega isokt bogme agusmo hailak huig Boston huig me manskol agus ofskol i America dover me mar korlor mutor priv privheda i bunskolana agus manskolana do huig vlian istahed. We may a gary as over dablin o hin, uh, anish tami imo hail cool riduck, uh, or no tami imo score. <laughs> uh, we may a cosa dova do movan kela do trivlin is dahed. Ta da hashti again, makagas inian, agas ta garvak. A wine again. Fi lahar, tame imahoni isto Massachusetts is balia beg esto. Viamar inar goni on o viamar posad trivlium istahed. So. Yeah, all of that now, Asperla, for those who didn't understand. Okay. Tim McGillicuddy is my name. Um, I was born in County Kerry. Uh, I grew up there until I was uh, 10 years of age. In 1958, um, my family and I moved to Boston. Uh, I went to secondary school and to uh, college in America. I, I worked as a counselor, a teacher, and a principal in uh, primary schools and secondary schools for 45 years. Um, uh, I am retired um, now, um, and I am 
<laughs> in my retirement, um, enjoying it. Um, I am married uh, to my wife uh, for 43 years. We have two children, a son and a daughter, and one grandson. Um, currently, I'm living in Stowe, Massachusetts. Stowe is a small town. Uh, we have been living here uh, since we were married 43 years ago. Lovely. A lovely story, Gurmila Mahagatim. Um, so my first question there would then to follow on naturally would be, yes, you grew up in Kerry um, and you said that you went to secondary school and um, college and the rest in the States. But I presume you had Gaelga or Irish in school. What would have been your first your first interaction or your first memory even of the language? So um, I... So I had a wonderful um, teacher in uh, when I was in baby infants and infants and first class. So I went to a, a, a national school in, just outside of Killarney. Um, it was called Elizabethan National School. It was a four-room schoolhouse. So um, a, so my 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 first teacher, her name was uh, Miss Annie Sullivan. Um, and she was a native Irish speaker. Uh, so she taught us, uh, you know, our colors, our numbers, how to say our prayers in Irish, um, and how to open the door, sweep the floor, <laughs> open the window, close the door, those kinds of things. And um, she she was lovely. Um, you know, um, when I went back to Ireland as a, a young a, a, I probably was 15 or 16 years old. Um, you know, one of the first places I went to was uh, to see Miss Annie. Um, and, and, and believe it or not, um, for a while, she was my password <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but the disappointing thing was that um, in so she she kind of laid the groundwork, but uh, the, the teachers following her uh, did not uh, teach us any Irish, and um, and I, for a while I was pretty angry with them. But then I you know just in kindness I thought they probably just didn't have the capacity to do it. They passed the test, but they 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 weren't they weren't you know native speakers. Um, so all of my Irish I, I got in uh, kindergarten and first class, um, and and then for years and years I mean I, I mentioned you know going um, home to Kerry and I my grandparents lived in Dublin so um, I took the train from Dublin to, to Killarney. And I was sitting on a train and there were two uh, young girls about my age uh, speaking Asgelga the entire trip. I was so jealous <laughs> um, and very impressed. Um, and, you know, for, um, you know, so I, I, I guess the seed was sown by Miss Annie a long time ago. And I never had really had the opportunity to you know, dive into the language, you know, just work and, you know, kids and life. Um, and then the pandemic hit. 
and I seized the opportunity and um, I used uh, a, a little bit of Buntus and, um, you know, other recordings just to kind of get myself started. Um, and then um, I, I discovered um, that Kumana Gaelga in Boston uh, does an Irish class. So um, that's that's basically my little story about Irish. Um, you know, I, and I think the, another impetus was I, we went to Dingle about four years ago and uh, stayed in, on, the, on the peninsula for a couple of weeks. And um, one afternoon we were at the museum um, there and a crowd of, it must have been, it, it, it was all boys. <laughs> so they made a lot of noise and they must have been about fourth class. And they were all, you know, speaking, you know, rapidly um, in Irish. And their teacher came in and read them the riot act also in Irish. And, uh, you know, they were as good as gold <laughs> after that. And I, I said to my wife, that could have been me. I, I, you know, if I had been, if I had stayed, I could have, I would have been speaking. But anyway, um, wow. whatever. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that story. I think it, it resonates with me a little bit because, um, well, I went to an Irish, well, I had the privilege to be put to an Irish-speaking primary school and that seed was sown as well very young, although I don't think I understood that it was sown at all. Um, and I definitely went through phases. Um, it's amazing that you can still, you know, look back at that time. And I know that it's a shame that the 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 teachers after, you know, Miss Annie didn't do, you know, what they should have done or what you would have hoped they've done. But maybe that happened for a reason. Maybe you would have got on and you might have resented it or you mightn't have got on. Well, maybe maybe it worked out perfectly for you. I think everything happens for a reason, Tim, but... <laughs> well, knowing you know the, their their personalities, um, it, it, they might have sold a, a hatred for it in me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, who knows? Let's look well, at it that way. That that it worked out well. Yeah, they, they you know they, uh, they they the rod was still in use at that time. So mm. um, it, and again, it, it gets more serious the older you get and the more yeah. things you have to learn. So. Maybe, maybe that's why, but no, lovely story, really, really, really nice. And I suppose, yeah, life gets in the way and coming back. And of course, you know, the pandemic forced all of us online um, and to kind of reevaluate what we like ourselves as well as people other than just a job or what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Um, I think, yeah, I found out, people found out a lot about themselves during the pandemic and I've seen a lot of people turn to bite size and just online online platforms because <clears throat> it can be difficult um, to connect with the language, especially when you're abroad, you're in the States, I'm in Germany. Yes, I have Conor Nguelga in Berlin <clears throat> if I wanted it and you have um, the various organisations in America, but also you know, online online does work for um, a lot of people. So maybe my next question is, how have you been finding it since you started, Tim? Like I've, I've seen you on Pubble and I see you're always active and you make lots of progress and you're very willing to, you know, get stuck into my daily challenges. And um, we were just talking before I hit record that um, you do your little bit of translation as well. So how have you been finding it over the last couple of years? So uh, I think... Um... You know, initially it was very 
it, it was frustrating. Um, you know, just like I, I remember, um, you know, like I, I first discovered irregular verbs and I said, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm never going to. This is how, how did this how did this get from there to here? Um, uh, and then, um, you know, and I persisted and 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 what I what I'm finding is I love it. Um, and and I have time to do it, um, which is a real blessing. Um, and and um, you know I take opportunities. Um, you know, like any language acquisition. Um, you know, speaking comes after everything else. So I find it you know easier to read and 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 write rather than to speak. Um, and in speaking, I have to really think really fast, and I can't do that at yet. Um, but but that's my goal, um, and and I, you know, I, I venture, I, you know, um, I there's there's a a a, a teacher with Kumanagelga. Her name is Mary, and she is American born. But her parents were born in in Ireland, and her father had some Irish. Her mother, you know, just kind of left left Irish behind her, um, and she um, just happened to um, take a class um, after university, just just for the, the fun of it, and she got totally stuck into to, to Irish, um, and um, you know she. I, I think one of the things I, li I like about it, about her, her approach, is that um, she really focuses on the grammar, um, and 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 you know it may that may sound boring, but for me, you know, when I started, I had no idea what what why this is this way and this and 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 as a um, a learner, I I, I kind of need to know the whys. You know, because um, if you, you know, just, uh, you know, I mean, uh, speaking in English is just, it's it's just kind of a, a, a natural thing. But there there are grammar, there's a lot of grammar that I know um, that I kind of learned over the years. Um, and and so things, you know, are, you know, I, I, I understand why things the way are the way they are. And, um and and that's what I really wanted in Irish is 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 you know kind of something to kind of ground me, and then I can kind of venture out more, um, uh, you know. So I do some grammar studying on my own. Um, um, I, I I've used a book by, by somebody by the name of Stenson, and and actually she's from Minnesota. I, I understand, um, but. Uh, uh you know so i take i take opportunities to and i think one of the things that i like about bite size is that you know you can do it every day i appreciate the things that you put forward um and it really is bite size you know sometimes i go a little bit overboard and do more than is expected but that's who i am <laughs> um but uh you know it can be you can respond in you know two or three sentences and you know and 
that's that's enough. Um, and and um, so I, I, I find, you know, and, and, and doing it every day is, a, is really helpful also. Um, and, and, uh, and now I, I have the time to do it. And so. Um, well, I like I like your approach, Tim, because a lot of people would avoid grammar. Um, I have to say, you know, as I said, I was schooled in Irish in primary school. And when I went to secondary school, I kind of because it was an English speaking secondary school, I wasn't I didn't have to learn any Irish because I had my basics and everyone was at such a different level and people were coming. Most were coming from from English speaking primary schools. It was like going back in time for me. I was back in first class, although I was in first year. So. I really just didn't think about it and just did well all the time because it wasn't that difficult. But then when I got to college or university, I did my course. And of course, I should have learned my grammar, but I ignored it. I thought I, I did it in primary school. None of these people did it in primary school, you know, and I, I thought I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I wasn't fine. Uh, my grammar was shocking. And only when I, I moved to Germany and I started teaching it that I had to really get, I got the questions like you want to know, Tim, why I got the why questions. And I was the one not looking for the answer. I was the one that was supposed to have the answer. So I was then forced to go back and find the answer. Um, and do and I did have to brush up on my grammar and I have to say that it has helped but in the only in the last five years have I really started to think more about grammar but I have I found that I enjoyed it I think I just didn't want to do it because I thought I didn't have to do it I, I I wasn't hating it or anything but it can be difficult but you can be maybe lucky that there are only 11 irregular verbs in Irish because of course you know I did German and every second word is irregular um in 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 Deutsch. So yeah, um another point then, well Nancy Stenson's book is quite good. Nancy Stenson's basic Irish, I think there's a couple of them. Um yes, that she has. I, I like I like her stuff. Um I use it myself as well. Um and what else were you saying? Oh yeah, come and come and go Gisel and your teacher. Um it's interesting there's a couple of people here as well in Germany that have just started Irish for the fun of it in college. Um, I get a lot of students coming in in the first semester, first year, they think I'll take something new, even though they're doing something totally different as their main studies, they'll take Irish and they say, yeah, I just wanna do it for this semester. And more often than not, the people who say at the first semester, oh, I'll just do this semester, they're the ones that are with me still into their fifth and their sixth semester and the ones that I thought would stay didn't stay so it's it's all it's 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 in it's interesting who who picks it up and who doesn't and for what reasons and that you yeah. never know where it'll take you yeah and I you know and I think um you know there's for me also um you know uh, the the Irish language you know was suppressed uh, you know, and 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 you know, taken away from people because we should have been speaking Irish. You know, I you know from the day I was born. Mm -hmm. um, my my parents uh, didn't. You know, my parent, my mother had some Irish, my father had some Irish, but they were essentially English speaking people. Um, and 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 you know, to me, um, it, it, the the cultural aspect of it is is really important. Um, that you know, this is our language, um, and if I identify myself as an Irish person, then I should know something about my language, um, 
and 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 somebody you know somebody might say to me uh, uh, like at the party the other day oh, so you speak Gaelic and I said no I speak Irish mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to make sure that you know I, you know um, Scots people might speak Gaelic but we speak Irish mm -hmm. uh, anyway um, but I, you know I I think it's you know um, you know I I I grew up there and I, and I'm, and you know some of my roots are are still there. Um, you know, I, I, it just, I, I never, I mean, I, I still, uh, you know, love the fact that I, I'm, I'm an Irish born person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's very important. And I, I feel that as well, that I am abroad. I know I'm only abroad four years, but I think, I don't know, a lot of Irish people will resonate with the fact that when you do go abroad, you do want to find or know that your roots are still somewhere in, in Ireland. And I find that a lot of people, when they go um, move abroad, even within the first year, they're, they're, I see them online on social media, putting up extra things in Irish and using their Irish words that they might have from school. I think it does something to the soul um, when you do go abroad and you know you look back at Ireland and you, I think the language is the most tangible thing that you can have you can't be there but you can still speak the language and right. um, so understand the language that, that 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 you know from the country where you're from yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, so a, a, you know a good friend of mine um you know he came to america um when he was 24 mm. and he had gone to um irish speaking uh primary and secondary school um you know so i mean and he, he was telling me um he had a conversation with seamus heaney um Oscalia. um and and uh you know he lives he lives in charlotte north carolina now um but uh you know somebody asked him you know if, if you had to describe ireland in one word what would you say? And he said, community. Um, that you know, we we have you know connection to each other, and you know the language connects us. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, we we're kind of a social people as well, um, and um, we we want to be connected. Yeah. Definitely. And I agree. And even when we when we log when I logged on to this call with you, I just feel an immediate. Um, I don't know, you're immediately relaxed when you know you're you're talking to um another Irish person. Not that I'm I'm on edge talking to anyone who's not Irish. <laughs> don't take it that way. But I don't know, you feel this intrinsic in this intrinsic relaxation that you're meeting an old friend. Um, even though we don't talk often, Tim, like in person or even online through video call, usually it's it's typing. But um I definitely I agree with you. And even if I do meet an Irish person abroad here in, in Berlin, um last week I was there um and here in Leipzig you know I just chat to them like I knew them always and I'm sure you've come across that in your life as well absolutely, absolutely. um you know we, have, we uh, have a good friend um he was he was a um a, a priest for a while um, um and uh you know when I first met him um I found out you know he, he was from Roscommon and um you know we became fast friends in about five minutes you, uh, you know so um 
and and he he's a, a fellow who um, he's a psychologist. He teaches at the university level in Massachusetts, um, and uh, a very canny man because he has this, a long a longitudinal study going on. Um, he's studying families, um, and you know. Uh, the children and then the children grow up and then the children have children so it's his excuse to go back to ireland every year because he has to check his study <laughs> there you go i'd love i'm looking for the same excuse myself to do some field work back at home that i can well i could head home more often but i'd love an excuse to do it as well during yeah. during those times yeah so um all that talk now about well go back to grammar and i know you said your goal was you know to master grammar and master everything but what's your your maybe more well, short-term and long-term goal with Irish. Where are you now and where do you want to be? Um, is there anything that you'd, you're aiming for? Finishing a book? Give me, give me something. Or do you have any? Maybe you don't. So, um, so I, I um, long-term, I, I, I just, I, I actually just want to be, have, be comfortable in, have, in having a conversation in, in Irish. Mm -hmm. uh, you know nothing like profound or anything but you know just to be able to to do that and the other part of me is i want to kind of pass this on to the rest of my family because they're all english speakers uh, my wife's name is surname is o'shea um which is a a a very carry name and my father used to say um if you threw a stone up in the air, it would probably fall on an O'Shea, as there are so many of them. Um, but, uh, um, you know, so I, and, and not that I want, you know, my my family to, to speak Irish, but just to kind of have an appreciation for it. Um, so uh, one of the things I taught, taught, taught my um, grandson was, uh, the mahu you know so so now when he sees me doing something he'll say mahu and he calls me mackie um so um so i i think he, i'd like to pass that on to him as well um just you know the, the just the love of the country actually and uh and the language is such a huge part of it um and and of course, you know, I would I would love to, uh, you know, the the Boston College has a um, an Irish studies program that a friend of mine actually tried to get a doctorate in, but he couldn't master the Irish language, and you know he got to a certain point and just he, for whatever reason, it it, it just stopped for him, um, and and uh, you know. Uh, being able to participate in in, in things like the, that the university has, uh, they have a, um, a law galga um, on April first, which is you know they they gather you know people who are fluent in the language and people who are not so fluent in the language like myself and people who are just interested you know and it's you know a day on campus. Um, uh, doing doing things that Irish people do talking <laughs> sounds like a great day and a very straightforward uh idea that everyone should show up for yeah Tim there 
those goals I was expecting those goals because you know you said you'd won you'd won grandson and I think it would be important even you know you're not expecting the child to be fluent in Irish with you great if he could be if you could you could teach him but yeah to pass it down and also just you have a realistic goal I think I don't think anyone's goals need to be that they must read five novels within a year that's a goal in any language even in English for me anyway I'm not a reader as I said um but you know they're very achievable goals I think as well Tim and I've seen you come on leaps and bounds um with your grammar and with your vocabulary and your your you know what I see on Pubble and your sentences and your paragraphs that you write so well done to you overall and I've already congratulated you off off record um for your translation skills as well um so I think keep that up and and you seem to be enjoying it and what I see then is you know the fact that you are translating a poem or a piece um that you're bringing it outside of the book or the grammar book or whatever book um, that you're reading from or a course with us on Bite Size and you're incorporating it into your life and you were able to then give the gift of a translated poem to a friend and I think that's that's such an achievement in itself so mahu well done <laughs> <laughs> Um, on that note, I think I will say Gurmila Mahagut and Sloan Gafolin. I really enjoyed that talk, Tim, and thank you so much for being with me. Thank you, Faltero. I loved it. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Sloan. Sloan. Makroshishin Simeon. Wasn't that interesting? A classic story of emigration there. And I'm sure a lot of people will empathise with Tim's feelings that we should have been speaking Irish, both abroad and at home. And it's so true that Irish people who go away often feel particularly drawn to the culture and language. It happened to me myself when I was living in London for many years. In terms of learning, I found it interesting that Tim said speaking comes after everything else. It's funny, isn't it? Because... Really, speaking is the most important skill. What we really want as learners is to be able to have a nice conversation with somebody. But it often feels like speaking's the hardest part. You're in the moment and it feels like the other person's waiting for you to respond and your mind can go blank so easily. And it's very different when you're studying online or with a book. You can do it at your own pace and no one's watching. But there really is no substitute for speaking practice. Fortunately, with Irish being a minority language, it isn't always as easy to get those opportunities for speaking. But as we know, with bite-sized bio sessions or um, other opportunities afforded to us by the internet these days, it is more easy than ever to get that speaking practice that we all really need. So thanks very much to Tim and Emma for that fascinating interview. Gurmila Mahagiv. Thanks so much to Tukamo for the lovely music. And don't forget that if you would like to take the next step in your Irish learning journey, become a member of Bite Size Irish at www.bitesize.irish. That's all for now. Slán go fóil. Bite Size Irish.